You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 142, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, believers are to believe. And joining me on today's show is Robin Cody-Smith. Robin is the founder of Get Up LLC, gaining energy to ultimately produce. Now, GetUp is a training and development com- company. Now, as a licensed ministry leader, a certified coach, business strategist, author, and corporate trainer, Robin supports entrepreneurs to reach the next level of their defined success. Now, Robin is passionate about assisting women and a few good men in identifying their gifts, their talents, their experience, their story, their education, and also work experience as a foundation for creating a business. Now on today's show, Robin is going to share faith first. She's going to talk about that. She's also going to talk about identifying your why. And I know many people can kind of struggle with this. So looking forward to speaking with you about this today, Robin. She's also going to talk about IPA, Steps for Daily Success. So welcome to the show, Robin. Well, Amory, thank you so much. Technology is amazing. It's Tuesday where you are in Australia, and it's Monday evening here with me in New York. So I consider it a privilege to be here with you today. Oh, look, absolutely. It certainly is a privilege. And this technology, when it works, I mean, sometimes every now and again we have trouble streaming. But to to, uh, to consider that we are recording on audio, we're recording video, and we're also streaming live from opposite ends of the planet. Uh, is pretty amazing and amazing too is the the topics that you're going to talk about. Share with us if you would Robin just an overview or a snapshot if you will of how you came to to set up Get Up LLC. Was it various instances and experiences that you had through your years of experience that you thought you know what this would be a great opportunity for me to start my business and help in this area. How did that play out for you? You know i Business runs a lot in my family, and I entrepreneurship is just all over. And actually, when I graduated from high school, I opened up a business, a brick and mortar. And um, the goal was to be there for five years, and we wind up being there for eight, and we turned that around for a profit. And I need to let everybody know that I am full-time employed yeah. so that you can have a successful business and be full-time. I am one who's just really excited about multiple streams of income because it absolutely works and you just have to be effective in your time management. So um, I did that and then I went into direct sales and um, that was a phenomenal run that I'm still running because Mm -hmm. it fits in well. And I have a lot of people that come to me for advice and I'm like, okay. And then they always come back, well, Robin, that was a great tip. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. And I'm like, okay. So I had the opportunity to work for a year and a half home with the government. And I said, well, hmm, maybe I need to become a coach because people are asking me about this. So it was during that time that I decided to get certified and personal development and it all just blended together and get up was birth 
two years ago. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love the way that you shared that story. And I think it's important that for us to, uh, to really consider that when we're talking about business or entrepreneurship, not to be uh, governed by the labels, if you will, of what other people say entrepreneurship is. I remember years ago when I was in the career industry, and I think that they've still got this term, term which they called a portfolio career. And that is where you had a number of different opportunities that you were involved in. Some of those opportunities may very well be um, voluntary, but whatever it is that, as you said, fits in with your lifestyle and uh, the way that you really operate at your best, but has a number of different experiences. And I think once we do that, then we can give ourselves permission to be fully in with whatever it is that we've decided to do. Now let's talk about faith first. This is so important across all aspects of our life, especially our business too. So when you say faith first, what does that mean to you? You know, I think a believer ought to believe and that they need to believe in their business also. Oftentimes we can have the most amazing um, experience, worship experience at church, but we should be able to have that outside of church. We should be able to have that in our daily lives and absolutely in our business. Um, the scripture let us to know in Hebrew 11 and 8 that, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. So when we get into the place of believing and we're pleasing him, it says that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm -hmm. So in that, he has to be first in our business. You know, we can get really overwhelmed. I want to compete and do what this one is doing. I want to do what that one is doing. Okay, they may be good, but it may not be expedient for you. You have to make sure that you're walking in the lane that God has for you because he will bless you right there where you are. And you don't have to do a lot of jumps and maneuvers to transform because your mind should already be to what other people are doing. You can get great ideas and tips. But when you put him first, I just know he will bless it unusual. So whatever I do, I'm like, okay, God, is this the right? You know, part of my daily prayer is this. Mm -hmm. If I'm walking in the wrong direction, if I need to turn right, please turn me right if I'm walking left. I just want to be in the place. And oftentimes as believers, when we don't put him first, we find out that we miss a blessing because we got out of position. Mm -hmm because we're not putting him first and that we're not listening to clear directions. Yes. So definitely in business, he has to be first mm. if you are really a believer. Yeah, something that you mentioned, and I'd love to unpack this a little bit because I know that this was an area that I struggled in quite a bit till recent uh, months or really months, really solidified it. And uh, I wrote something down. I'll try and Google a, a passage that I found and it was just so helpful for me. Talking about our business and... Our ministry is our business because the people that we associate with, we may not even be talking about our faith, but how we do business can really make an impact in the lives of our clients, our key stakeholders, and those people that come into contact with our business. Speak a little bit more about this because, again, we can assume that once we step outside the church that uh, we really can't make an impact. However, I love that you've said our business really can be something that continues to glorify him when we put him first. Speak a little bit more about that, particularly around uh, if people are struggling to really see that their business itself can be where God really wants them to have their ministry and make an impact. Yes? Yes. I, I think, I remember, I, I recall one time my job, and I'm a subject matter expert for the government guys, and um, 
the security guard said to me, there's something different about you. Mm -hmm. Now, let me say what I was not doing with her. I wasn't preaching. I wasn't giving her any scriptures or anything. Good morning. We just have casual conversation. Yes. Your light should shine mm -hmm. wherever you are and especially in your business. You know, one of the big companies out here, Chick-fil-A, they, they're sticking to what they believe. Yes. And we just have to do that. And God will bless your business. Mm -hmm. It said he will establish the works of your hands in, in Psalms 90 and 20. He confirmed the thing, but he does that when you are going to glorify him and glorifying him in its simplest form in business is just work with integrity. Yes. You know, do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Fulfill what you say you would do. Don't court, cut short. You don't have to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. I, I like the word believers first because that was mm -hmm. first identified in scripture. Yeah. But the way you live, people will be attracted to that. And it's most important in business for believers. Yeah, I love that. And I found the verse that uh, I, I happened to stumble across the other day and it was Romans 12 verse 11. And in the NIV, it says, never be lacking in zeal. And I looked up that word zeal and it is around, um, you know, motivation, commitment. And, and it says, but, and always we know that in the Bible, when it says, but we, there is something there, Keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. So it's kind of giving ourselves permission to be committed, to be driven in our businesses. However, it's where we keep our spiritual passion. Let that always be serving the Lord. And for me, it was like, great, I can do both. I can serve the Lord and I can be passionate about my business and know what I need to do. And for me, that was massive. I think sometimes where we're lacking is because, as you said, we haven't kept God first. Have you found that to be true too? I, I think that's true. And in John 3 and 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things in health, just as your souls prosper. So that means health and wealth, all of that he wants us to have, but we don't want to, he don't want us to forget about him in it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we still have to keep him first. And I think the best testament of anyone life and business is just letting it come out of you. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to go, hallelujah, hallelujah, 24 hours a day. But it's your lifestyle. It becomes a the way you live yes. and people see the difference as a result. Yeah. And this is what this podcast is all about. It really is having a growing a business that's a kingdom business that honors him in every way. And that is in the decisions yeah. that we make. It's in the integrity. It's in delivering the quality service that our customers know, like, and respect. It's paying the right taxes, you know, and all of that stuff. It's important. And being, you know, mindful to our creditors. How would Jesus have done business? You know, that's a real guideline for us so very important very important faith first put him first let's talk about something i know so many people struggle with robin and that is identifying your why if someone's struggling with that today really pinpointing that because i think this can be the difference between us comparing ourselves and not really having that inner confidence that you know you are in your right lane but when you identify your why things can unravel in the most incredible of ways what are some things that we need to be mindful of when it comes to identifying our why? You have to really identify what it is that you want to do because once you understand your why, mm -hmm. your why prevents you from quitting on yourself mm -hmm. because your why becomes that motivating factor that keeps you going. And it is a challenge for a lot of people to find. Now, I'm going to plug a book 
It has nothing to do with me. I get no residual income in anything, but it's called Find Your Why. Mm -hmm. And it's by Simon Sinek. Sinek. Yeah, Simon Sinek. Did I say it pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's just a really good book. Mm -hmm. Your why. You need to know the reason why you're in business, right? Not because you get so mad with your employer, I'm just going to go start a business. Okay. Not because all your girlfriends are doing it. You have to know your why. Why are you doing it? Because when you have a day, a week, a month, and the sales and the income is not coming in, you'll know whether or not you have your why if you think about quitting Mm. or if you actually cross over and quit. That means you have not identified your why. So I would recommend that you sit down on a piece of paper and see if you can come up with maybe five to seven reasons for you being in business. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that you want to prove anything. Maybe you've prayed. Maybe you just got an unction in your spirit that this is, you know, I, I could do my talents. I, I'm good here. People are asking me here. Why don't I develop that? And what I found out when you are doing the thing God has called you to, you'll see doors begin to open, but you have to establish the why first. Mm-hmm. And be sure what it is. So if you write down five to seven reasons and really look at it, then you were like, no, that is really not the reason. (laughs) That's not the reason. It'll make you start to think to in order to find the reason. Yeah. You know, something I heard uh, many years ago, and I can't credit uh, who said this. So if someone knows about who said this, make leave a comment in the Facebook Live uh, below. But when you tap into your why and what's really important, and this is in your spirit, your why will often make you cry because it is something that is so uniquely, you know, t- t- targeted or t- typed into your soul, if you will. And, um, and, and a question or two words, at the end as you're going through that process so that you know I want uh, my why is so that and once you keep asking that you get to the point well that is it that is it there is no so that after that Um, and that can often really help you identify the some of the key things that are really important and it's true there are challenges there are obstacles in business there are times and days that you think oh my goodness um, but it is that why that continues to, to drive you forward. What are some things that you've noticed, uh, Robin, in your life in, 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 around the businesses that you've had that has enabled you? If you see how you were operating before, maybe you tapped into your why and recognised that what it, was, what it was, to now really being clear on why you're in business. What are some of the noticeable differences you've seen? Well, my why for me, and this may encourage someone, is that my only child went home to be with the Lord before the Friday before Mother's Day due to a car accident. So he was so proud of me. And I, and I remember when he saw the results of my entrepreneurial business and direct sales generate a second car, he said, Mommy, I'm so proud of you. And that words, they ring throughout the years to me. And I want to have other, especially mothers, Mm -hmm. to hear, mom, I'm so proud of you. Look what you're doing. And even to hear the spouses say, honey, wow, look at what you're doing. So that's my why. I do it as a living testimony for my son's life. Mm -hmm. So I know when I'm finding that why, and I know I can't stop because 
he has to continue to live in what I do. Yes. So um, I hope I answered your question. Oh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. And you know, I think often uh, when we look at our why and we're really pinpointing it, sometimes too when we hear other people share their why, we it needs to be personal to us. It's one of those things when I'm working with someone and identifying their brand message is don't have brand envy. Don't look at what other people are doing and saying in their business because that's not... Um, knitted in with the reason why they're doing that and so again as you said it needs to be something that really resonates with you and has this deep Absolutely. deep deep feeling that this is the reason why I'm doing it this is so important to me something else that and thank you for sharing that that why uh, Robin something else that often I find is really helpful is that sometimes it it, it sits in the center between what you're passionate about and what you're peeved about. So I would imagine, Robin, that when you hear or see other women talking about the opposite of what you've just said, that fires you into action. You just cannot help but say something to them to inspire, to empower, to have them think differently. Um, is that correct? When you hear someone that's not uh, living up to their full potential and recognising that, that this is possible even for them, that you would want to share some some insight or give them some words that will really help them through their day. Is that something that happens to you when you think about your and, and that is true. And this is why I, I one of my sayings is, you know, believers need to believe. Mm. And you have to know that you're not here by accident. If we're still on this side of heaven, there's still work for us to do. Mm. Now, if you don't think this is it, I need you to take some time. Let's try this. Believer, pray. And let's try to figure out because there is greater yet to come. You know, we are to go from greater to greater, from glory to glory, from level to level. So there is greater inside of you. We just got to tap into that. And oftentimes women, I find, um, just don't believe that because they can cook well, that can be a great business because, you know, they can build something that they whatever their skills are you know i can only do this but what you can do that what you think is a only becomes a solution for someone else mm. you know and, and for the woman just to get the confident believers must believe across the board regardless of what is before us we have to believe yeah we sure do. We sure do. And uh, that's right. I mean, when I hear someone say uh, or put themselves down, no matter what skills or strengths that they have, that is what fires me into action too. That's really deeply connected to my why because I believe each and every one of us uh, were born with a certain skill set, certain gifts, and our lives has nurtured in us um, various strengths and a message often that when we combine those things, we can be the light, the hope, uh, the possibility that speaks into someone else's life. And uh, so for me, I cannot stand hearing someone putting themselves down or vice versa, someone else putting someone else down too. That's when I fire And sometimes, Anne-Marie, it's because they compare. Yes. You know, I'm not like that person, mm. but you weren't supposed to be no. like that. You know, my younger sisters are twins. Their fingerprint is different. They are different mm -hmm. and we compare ourselves too much and, and the comparison, then we just begin to shrink mm -hmm. because we're not as good as she. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. Mm -hmm. You have a purpose where you are and you will touch 
who God has already assigned for your life where you are. And once we can just realize that, we, we can gain a little more confidence. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Mm -hmm. But look who you're touching here. Look who you're empowering here. So, um, yeah, so powerful. And you know, I think no matter what level of success, and again, success is whatever we determine or how we, um, you know, whatever that is for us, no matter what level that we are looking at someone else and where they are at, they have had the same issues and challenges. They've had to grow, learn, develop as well. And uh, we are all on our own journeys, aren't we? And uh, thank goodness that we're not all the same. Because if we were, that would get pretty boring. <laughs> it would be so dull, so dull. But oftentimes I see in the entrepreneurial space that a lot of people try to copy, mm. copy, copy. Listen, it becomes a model, but we don't want to be like anyone else. I can't be Anne-Marie, she's fabulous. She can't be me, but we're great in our own lane. And greatness has levels to it as well. Mm -hmm. And it is fine. Just believe believer that you're in the place that God will have you to be yeah. and have the faith because without faith it is impossible mm, absolutely Please. absolutely let's talk about some steps IPA steps for daily success what are, what do we need to know here okay so the IPAs are income producing activities mm. I have found with my client and myself if you have at least six income producing activity to each day that you each of your work days that you will find greater success so you identify the six things that must be accomplished that day then you break your day into three parts so i'm giving you a little time management here because this is what i found work yes so you find out what the six ipas are the activities that must be achieved that day and you break them up in a time frame let's say from nine to twelve from 12 to three, from three into the end of your day. Mm. And then you place those IPAs, those activities in the time frame, the actual time frame in which they should be accomplished. Oftentimes, people like to put the easy task first, but if the easy task is not the task that needs to be accomplished at that time, you put the correct task mm. there right what's important in having an effective work day with these ipas is that you also have to schedule a lunch or a break mm. and this is so important in time management and in order to be effective oftentimes the solopreneur is just working 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 oh it's two o'clock working 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 it's mid you have to have a break what it does it renews your mind you become fresh even if you're just going outside walking around the block and come back in mm -hmm. effective time management produce greater results in your ipa so you have to you have to insert a break time in there mm -hmm. and i found um, for myself and most of the clients that i coach when they follow this they are more productive on a regular and consistent basis. Yes. What that also does, Robin, um, and I think it uh, really highlights where we may be hiding out. Because as you said, some of those key tasks that we know are going to get us out in front of our ideal client and have us um, have conversations with our ideal client to enroll them into our programs or, or products, if we're not scheduling those, then we can really ask why. We can then start to look at steps to, to enable us to see what's stopping me or what's preventing me from implementing those. 
And I think sometimes we get stuck in the busyness, don't we? And we can often uh, incorrectly assume that being busy is being productive. But if we do those income producing tasks and then nothing else for through the day, often then we'll find that momentum is still growing in our business, income is still growing in our business and our ideal clients are there in our community um, enjoying what we're sharing. Do you find that as well, that we often get stuck in the busyness of business? We often do it. And I was looking here because I normally have it here, but it must be in the other, in the other room. I have a timer, guys. Do you know how effective a timer is? We waste a lot of time. We waste a lot of time. If you had a client and the client was going to pay you 10000 to do a job in two weeks, mm -hmm. you could do it in two weeks. If it was the same exact task, the client said they needed it in five days, you'll do it in five days. It was the same exact task. The client needed in three days the same amount of money, you would do it in three days. Well, what is the challenge? Our minds start making the work to expand longer than it has to expand. Mm. Time is not expanding, but you're expanding the work. So for those of you who are really having a challenge, and I, it has to be in, on the other desk, I have this little, little timer. I got it from a discount store, mm -hmm. right? You just put it on, this should take 35 minutes, or this should take an hour. Turn it, when it clicks, figure out why you're still in that mode. Why have you not finished that assignment? Yes. So I find the time will help you because we do get stuck. Mm. We get stuck. And we'll put the easier tasks in the beginning of the day, and you know you could, you could accomplish that at the end. So that false sense of achievement will hurt your business. Yeah. Get the big task out, get it done, use your timer, stick to your schedule, and watch, you have more productive days. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the way that you've reminded us of how important it is to take rests, to take breaks through the day. Um, because as we know, Jesus was a great model in that. He healed, he um, preached to, to large crowds, but what did he do? He then uh, went and, and then uh, certainly uh, prayed on, on his own. So very important. Robin, we have just touched on such great, great uh, things today. Very important in all aspects of our business. For people who really resonated and would love to find out more, maybe look at how they can perhaps work with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Okay, well, I'm on Instagram at Robin Cody Smith. Also, I'm on Facebook at Robin Cody Smith, speaker, all this kind of stuff, and LinkedIn. But my two platforms, my favorite two platforms right now are Facebook and Instagram, and you can find me there in Robin Cody Smith. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put all of those links in the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE142. Robin, as I'm doing with all of my guests, may I say a word of prayer as we uh, end the show? Absolutely. Fantastic. Let's Let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Robin today and be reminded of just how important it is for us to have faith first, for us to seek first your kingdom and righteousness as we continue to grow our kingdom businesses. Father, you know, our businesses are our ministry and while we may not be openly speaking about you in our dealings, it is in our dealings, our actions, our conversations and how we do business that really can speak volumes as to who we are in and through you. Father, we just want to ask for your continued blessing on the work that Robin is doing for the multiple involvements. We ask for your continued blessings and strength and favour as she's supporting other women entrepreneurs and growing their businesses as well. 
Father, business can sometimes be challenging, as can life. And we just want to extend a prayer that uh, people will remind, uh, reminded that we do not have to do business. We do not have to do uh, life alone, but that you are there ready to support us, ready to strengthen us in our weakness. And we just want to thank and honor you for us. And we ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Robin, for, uh, for sharing. So important. Faith first. Identify our why. Why is this so important? And of course, above all, key steps to really support us in growing our kingdom business. So thank you once again for coming on the show. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.